This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to The Huddle Podcast. I feel like maybe I should be saving today's material for something like a Halloween episode in October, but I'm not going to. It's early March, and we're talking about death. So I want to talk about mortality here on the podcast today. It's been something that has come up recently in some of the reading that I've been doing. Uh, It's just been talking about how, especially in the West, we tend to avoid death, or, or talking about death, or thinking about death, or seeing death. Like, yeah, we see it in the movies, and we see it on TV, but when it comes right down to it, actually being confronted with our mortality is not something that most of us are comfortable with. And this is kind of a a strange thing, right? Because you've got those two things you have to do in life, right? Death and taxes are the two things that nobody can escape from, right? You're going to die and you're going to pay taxes whether you want to or not, whether the the government exacts them from you against your will or otherwise, right? So it's going to happen. But, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this recently and I want to encourage you to um, consider your own mortality and and see what lessons are there for you. I think that at every stage in life, we can learn new and different lessons um, from particular introspective exercises. And so I think depending on where you are at in life, A meditation on death will produce a different result for you than it will for me, than it will for somebody else. And it doesn't just have to do with your age. It doesn't just have to do with, you know, where you're at in in your life. But I I think it just has to do with with everything, like who you are and your circumstances and and your past and your present and what you're looking, you know, forward to in the future. I think, I think for everybody, it's going to be different, but that's kind of the beauty of meditating on something like death. And yes, I, I use that word sincerely, the beauty of, of meditating on death. There was a, uh, a Buddhist monk I heard who said, you know, it's very curious He said, we spend so much time rehearsing so many things in life, but the one thing that is inevitable, death, most people don't want to rehearse. They don't want to think about. And so there's actually a meditation uh, that this this particular Buddhist monk was talking about, um, and just literally meditating on death and walking yourself through that sort of process. And if that sounds morbid or that sounds weird or creepy or like something you don't want to do, I'm not saying that you have to actually sit down and meditate on your own death and demise if that's not something that you're prepared to do. But here's the, you know, basically the, the end of the story, the bottom line, okay? You are going to die. You're not going to be here forever. And the really weird thing is that we just have no idea when our time is up. I guess it was about, it's been almost six years now. It will be six years. um, It's been about five and a half years since my brother-in-law passed away. And uh, he was 29 years old. He was really just days away from his 30th birthday, and he died of a heart attack. Um, He was overweight. 
he wasn't watching what he was eating, but he had recently started turning over a new leaf because he'd been to the doctor and the doctor said, hey, you're pre-diabetic. This is bad for your heart. It's bad for your joints. It's bad for your liver. It's bad for everything. And so he'd started drinking more water. He'd started walking, uh, you know, exercising more. Uh, he had committed to not consuming, you know, fast food like he had in the past. And then he went unconscious in the shower and just never woke up. And man, I got to tell you, that's one of the weirdest experiences in my entire life. Because when my sister called me and told me what happened and, you know, that an ambulance was on the way, but that I should get over there, I went over there and I was fully convinced that I was, you know, going to spend the night in the hospital with my brother-in-law, who was really more like a brother to me um, and was my best friend. Um, you know, and I just thought, you know, we're going to get through this, we're going to get past this, and we're going to laugh about it later. But that didn't happen. Um, paramedics got there and, you know, they couldn't get his heart going again. And they tried. And then they were asking us, like, what was he taking? What was he on? As if he, you know, was a drug user, which was really funny because uh, knowing him, that, you know, that was like the last thing um, <laughs> that, that would have been going on. And so, um, you know, through that experience, I had to confront the fact that we really just don't know when our time is up. And I think by meditating on this, spending some time thinking about it at least, we really see two things. First, we see that our time here is an unknown it's an unknown factor. And so we need to live our lives in such a way that we're basically prepared to leave at any moment. In other words, if you were to leave this earth in the next five minutes, what would you leave behind? What sort of legacy, what would you be in the middle of doing? Like who, who would you be? Who are you being right now if your life were to suddenly end? And then I think it also causes us to think more long-term about our legacy because, again, the, the, the same thing applies. We don't know if we have another five minutes or if we have another, you know, 50 years. Like, we, we don't know. Um, and so thinking not only about that short-term, like, what if our life, you know, what if your life was to end right now, but thinking about what you're spending your time doing, supposing that you had a lot of time left. I think both of these things can really put our lives into focus. And when we talk, you know, it's really trendy to talk about like work-life balance. And when we talk about that, I find that a meditation on death is the best um the best method for really evaluating our work-life balance. Like, are we doing this thing called life in a way that we are pleased, we are satisfied, that best serves those that we love and care about in our lives? You know, that's my hope for everyone. That's my hope for you is that you leave a legacy behind that no matter how much time you have here on this earth, that you live your life in such a way that when you're gone, supposing you were somehow able to look back on your life, and perhaps you are, that you would be satisfied. I mean, you know, you might not be um, 
thrilled with the amount of time that you have. I think most of us would say we probably we'd all want a little more time for the most part. Um, but you'd be satisfied with what you did, you know, taking what you had, you did your best. You accomplished, uh, what you could have the most that you could have to your own satisfaction. If you were able to look back on your life in that way. And so I encourage you and I challenge you not to be afraid of death and thinking about death and, and, you know, one final story, you know, as I wrap up this podcast today, but when I was seven, uh, we found out that I had this uh, genetic mutation. It had affected my heart. And, you know, basically I needed heart surgery right away, but they had to schedule it and they had to actually get the surgeon, you know, to, to line everything up. And I mean, I, I, I know that the, the cardiologist, my parents told me later, the, the cardiologist basically was like, Hey, you need to watch him because he needed this surgery like yesterday. And there's no way for, for me to be able to tell you that like, he's going to be okay, even to wait until the, the day that we've scheduled surgery. And so at a very young age, I was confronted with the fact that I was going to die at some point and I didn't know when that was going to be. And I kind of wondered if it was going to be really early on in my life. And I asked my dad, um, if I was going to die, like I was worried about it. Like I was thinking about it. And this is not something that seven-year-olds normally think about, but I was, I guess, somehow able to process at least some of, if not most of the weight of my situation And I wanted to know, like, what are the chances that I'm going to die? And I was really afraid of dying. But having to confront some of those issues when I was, when I was so young, I feel like it has given me a certain different perspective on death. And I'm, I'm not, it's not like death is like my good friend. Like, it's not like I'm, you know, embracing it. I I still have sort of that human tendency to just want to run away and to put my head in the sand and just la la la. No, I'm, you know, I'm not going to die. I'm going to be here for whatever, just not even think about it. But there's also this sort of peace that I do find when I finally force myself to stop and confront my own mortality. And it's not always been the case, but I think more often than not, um, I'm just a little more comfortable because I've had sort of a close shave, um, with death. And, um, you know, my hope is that I would live my life, um, and in such a way that I do have a, a certain peace about death. Um, and I, I would hope that for you as well. So as you consider the time that you've been given, uh, you know, which is an undefined quantity, um, I hope that you, you do find some enlightenment and that you do find some benefit and some use into considering your own mortality and the fact that one day you are going to die. And what sort of legacy are you leaving behind? What sort of life are you living right now? If you're living the sort of life right now where you're not really being who you want to be, but you're like, oh, I'll be that guy in a year, in five years, in 10 years. Once I get that promotion, once I get that raise, once my business takes off or you know, whatever the case may be, like you're not promised that. You're not guaranteed that. And so if you were to leave this earth 
today, how would you leave it? How would you be remembered? Your, you know, friends and family, what would they think about you? What would they say about you? What would your legacy be? As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and dedicated to your continual success. I do hope that you've enjoyed listening to the podcast today. I hope you'll subscribe and continue to listen. We do try to get into some deep topics here on the podcast related to success and goal setting and high performance and achievement. So if you're into that sort of thing, I hope that you'll subscribe and join me again for another podcast in the future. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thanks so much and have a great rest of your day.